A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at SheldonStreetPizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at FourthCoastCiderWorks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to the best local sports podcast in Michigan. And that's a Duff set. The Saginaw Valley State football team is on a roll. So now since we last spoke to head coach Ryan Brady, the Cardinals have picked up back-to-back wins. They have beaten St. Francis, and this past Saturday, they collected their first GLIAC win of the season by taking down Wayne State in overtime by a final score of 17-10. I caught up with Coach Brady this week to talk about those wins and to see what lies ahead this Saturday when the Cards take on undefeated Davenport. And that conversation starts now. How excited were you to see that losing streak come to an end a couple of weeks ago with your win over St. Francis? Yeah, you know, it was, um, it felt good, tough. Um, so it's good to get back on track and I'm uh, just proud of the kids. Um, I hung in there and had some, uh, had some adversity and, um, you know, I've liked their demeanor and, um, they've had a good approach and, uh, they did a good job hanging in there and, um, it's good to get back on the winning side of things. And a good chunk of that credit goes to your defense. You accomplished a lot of great things in those two wins, but I want to talk about what your guys did against St. Francis because I don't think I've ever seen this in a college football game. You held that team to 117 yards of total offense. I've never seen like an offensive output that low before at really any level. It is so rare to see a team put up that kind of production in total yards, especially in college football. How pleased were you to see that kind of performance out of your defense? Yeah, you know, we were, um, I thought our defense played really well. Um, They came out and did uh, some unique stuff, I think, on the first drive, and they may have had, you know, 60 or 70 yards. um, They were right in the first quarter. Um, So, but I thought our defense did a great job. We, We adjusted and settled down and, I uh, just really thought we uh, tackled extremely well and um, we really got up to the quarterback and um, you know, it was a, all in all a, a very good day on the defensive side of the ball. You know, I always enjoy talking about Micah Kretzinger and the impact that he has whenever he's on the field for you defensively. He had a big day that day, six tackles, including a couple that resulted in negative yards for them. How would you describe the presence that Micah brings to the defense? Oh, there's no doubt he's I mean, he's fast and physical. And, I mean, if he gets his hands on you, I mean, it's over. Um, and so, uh, Mike just continues to get better and better. Uh, he's a great kid. He works extremely hard. And um, you'll be uh, – I know you'll like this. And he wears size 16 shoe. Almost, uh, almost like me. <laughs> I'm right there so, at 14, so I'm not too far behind. He and I must no, have a not. hell of a time trying to find shoes that fit. <laughs> so – uh, but yeah, Mike, uh, Mike is a stud and, uh, he had a great game last weekend. Um, I think he had like 17 tackles or something and a, a couple, uh, TFLs and forced a fumble. And, uh, so he's, he's playing well. 
When did you first discover Micah, and how did you hear about him, and what was it about him that you just were drawn in, and that was a guy that you wanted in Cardinal Red? Well, I was fortunate that um, when I took this job, they had already signed him. So he was just part of the signing class um, 2019. And so, um, you know, my first year was Micah's true freshman year. And so um, um, he's grown. I mean, he is, uh, you know, he might have been 205 pounds when uh, we first met, you know, and now he's pushing almost 235 pounds. And I've seen him as big as 255 or 260. So, but uh, what's really impressive about him is how fast he is. I mean, he is fast, um, really fast. I mean, he's uh, he had a pick six last year on a game. He's already had a pick six this year. I mean, if he gets his hands on his ball, uh, he's he's going to take it. He's uh, he's tough to deal with. So, uh, for for his size and his power, uh, he's got great speed as well. How would you just describe him as a member of this team? What's it like to just be around him uh, out on the field and practice and just see him around campus from time to time? Oh, he's a great kid. Um, he's got a great personality. Uh, he's very polite, uh, very well-spoken. Um, and he's a servant leader. He likes to do for others. Um, and he's always uh, interested in doing what's best for the team. Um, he's always... Um, He's always got a good, uh, so he's got a smile on his face and he always has a good attitude and he's just always um, a fun guy to be around. Sounds like he walks with a little bit of swagger and you kind of have to when you got size 16 shoes. Yeah, well, it's he's not super tall. He's probably six foot one and some change. So you, know, you think if you had size 16 shoes, you'd be like, you know, six foot six. But, yeah, we're um, talking about like got... Shaq here almost. <laughs> so, um, but he's, a, he's an incredible athlete, uh, an incredible person, and a very good student as well. You know, that's a guy that comes senior day, you're going to have a lot of great things to say about him, but at the same time, it's going to be hard to see him hang it up. Yeah, I'll be crying when that day comes, Duff, but he's um, he's got another year after this one, so he's uh, we're not done just yet. Best is yet to come. So yeah, that's a guy that in a year or two, we might hear him uh, mentioned in the same breath as Trevor Nowatsky and Nick Whiteside, guys that are currently on practice squads in the NFL. Yes, sir. And that is, I'm sure that is Micah's plan. Uh, he's, um, he works very hard and he's got big goals and um, he's got the ability. He can do it. He could be, he could be one of the next ones for sure. What does that say about your defense and where they are right now as we head into the final stretch of the season? Yeah, our defense has really found their way. Um, uh, they've really got their confidence back, and um, you know I've seen a, seen a lot of guys um, really step up their game. You know, Eli Gordon uh, had a great game uh, last week and uh, was GLIAC Defensive Player of the Week, and you know, Brandon Rawls played extremely well. Adam LeDuke, who's a redshirt freshman, he's he's leading the GLIAC in sacks right now. Um, so uh, de- defensively, um, you know, we're really we're hit, really hitting our stride, and and offensively. Um, you know, we've, we've had our struggles, um, but we're close. Uh, we're really close. Um, we just, um, we just need to find a, find a way to, you know, you know, cut, cut down on some of the drive stopping penalties. And, um, you know, those have really hurt us, um, in the last few weeks. And, um, you know, we've got the, we've got the ability and the makeup to, um, to be dynamic. Um, and so hoping that, um, you know, we can put it all together this week. 
I was so happy to see Eli get GLIAC Defensive Player of the Week honors. He had a huge game for you in this win that you had this past Saturday against Wayne State. Didn't come easy. You had to go into overtime to gut it out. But Eli was a big part of that. He made a huge tackle in open field to stop the Warriors on a fake punt attempt. And then he gets a pick in overtime that uh, kind of set things up for you guys to go in for the winning score. And like we said, that effort made him GLIAC Defensive Player of the Week. How thrilled were you to see him give you that kind of effort and then get recognized for it the way he was? Yeah, just really proud of him. Um, and he's had a couple uh, back-to-back weeks. He played really well against St. Xavier and um, his special teams uh, player of the week um, against them. And so he said he's um, he's really found his stride. Uh, so um, really pleased by that, happy for him. And um, it's really elevated our defense. So uh, expect more big things to come. What can you tell me about Eli? We haven't really had a chance to talk to him over these last couple of years. What kind of presence does he bring to the defense? Yeah, Eli's really, um, he's really smart. Um, he's a task-oriented guy, and so um, he's very analytical. Um, and so he's very aware of, of everything that's going on on the football field. Um, and that's what makes him special out there. Um, he's obviously very fast and um, explosive, um, but it's his, uh, you know, it's it's his uh, intuition um, that gets him um, to where the ball is, um, and he's really good at sniffing things out, like that fake punt um, last week. Um, you know, then the week before he sniffed out a fake punt. I mean, he's got sniffed out two fake punts in the last, um, you know, two weeks, and um, has made uh, you know big play after big play on the defensive side of the ball. So um, Eli's Eli's really. Uh, finding his way right now. Yeah, special teams uh, for your opposition are going to have to figure out where he is at all times because, like you said, he's got, like, radar now whenever it comes to that sort of thing. That just says a lot about his on-field presence. He can analyze and read things, and that's really what you want out of a guy who's going to be, like, an anchor for your defense. Yeah, uh, and that's just who who Eli is. Um, so he was, a, he was a heck of a special teams player in high school. I mean, really, when you watch this highlight tape, you'd say, oh, my gosh, wow. I think he blocked 10 or 11 kicks his senior year, which is almost a state record. Um, and so he's um, he's that guy. He's uh, not only a dynamic player on defense, but on special teams as well. He's almost like a versatile threat for you. Yeah, he is. Um, he he really is. And, you know, he plays uh, field safety for us and weak side safety. So he's, he's he directs traffic back there and, you know, uh, makes our calls, gets us into the right checks, and um, he's a very good tackler, really good tackler. How did you discover Eli? Well, he's uh, from Midland High School, and so um, you know, she's just right up the street, and um, you know, just good, uh, got a good relationship with um, you know their high school coach, and um, you know, he reached out and said, "Hey, I really think you need to take a look at this guy," and you know, I took a look and I said, "Wow, yeah, wow, I really like him," and then and then when we um, when Eli came to visit, we just, um, you know, we fell in love with him right away. I mean, he was awesome and just a great guy to uh, to be around and um, really just loved football and just, I mean, I just loved his personality. It was just talk, talk, talk and football, football, football. And, um, you know, that was really cool. You just, you just love guys that are like that. When I had the good fortune of working in the near Midland and I got to see a lot of Kimmicks and Dow games, I saw so much great talent come out of both of those football programs. Both schools are very talented and very deep. 
with football talent out there. Was he a Kimmick or did he go play for Dow? He was a Kimmick, yeah. So his nickname was the, the Midland Missile. Um, <laughs> and so, because uh, he's just like a shot of a cannon coming off uh, the edge, you know, uh, blocking punts and uh, blocking extra points and field goals. So uh, that, that name's just kind of stuck with him here. Every Friday night out in Midland, it's an atmosphere almost similar to what you guys have at Saginaw Valley. The stadiums are comparable in size somewhat, and he was used to playing in front of those big crowds because the whole town comes to fill up that stadium every night, uh, regardless of which school is playing there. So he probably relishes playing in those big game atmospheres. Yeah, he does for sure. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's performed well in the big moments for us um, this year, and so... Uh, I'm excited to uh, to watch him finish the season off, and you know he's he's another guy that's got two more after this year, so um, you know the best is yet to come. Well, this week you've got Davenport, and they are seven and zero coming into this Saturday. But looking at their schedule, they haven't faced Fair State, and they haven't taken on Grand Valley yet. You guys are standing in their way before they get to those games. And you had such a great game against them last year. That one went down to the wire. You had them on the ropes, even though they, they managed to hold on for the win. What would it mean for this year's group to be the ones to hand them a loss as they get ready to play the toughest part of their schedule going into the final couple of weeks of the season? Yeah, you know, obviously, um, you know, it's a big game, and uh, we're excited about our opportunity, and um you know, definitely, uh, you know, it was a nail biter a year ago, and uh, you know, unfortunately, we didn't come out on the winning side of uh, of that game, and um, you know, give credit to Davenport, and um, you know, they got the job done, and you know, we just felt like we, um, you know, we uh, left a lot out there, and you know, shot ourselves in the foot um, an awful lot um, in that game uh, last year, but uh, we, you know, we think it's going to be a battle. Um, you know, they're they're a good football team, and um, so are we. And uh, these two teams, I think, match up very well. Um, so uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun one. These are this is one of those games that uh, you know you work hard um, all year for opportunities to play in games like this. So uh, you know we're we're excited. We're excited about our opportunity. Looking at what happened last season, they kind of played spoiler for you guys in that uh, a lot of people felt like if you did hang on to win that game you probably get the playoff spot that they ended up getting. Now you have a chance to maybe be that team that could potentially dash their hopes of making the playoffs. Has that come up much in practice, or are you just more or less focused on what really is important, and that's getting a win on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really all about us. I mean, um, I'm sure our kids are talking about it, you know, that those are up. Uh, those are things that motivate young people, you know, but from a coaching staff perspective, you know, and we need, we need to focus on the things that we need to do to play better, you know? Um, so that's, that's my concern is not getting caught up in, in all of that, but I know our guys are going to, are fired up um, about their, about their opportunity. And, um, you know, we've, we feel like we've got our momentum back. And so um, we're continuing to play on good football and, um, you know, who doesn't like playing in big games? I mean, this is just what it's all about. And you're probably going to get some good weather this weekend. It's not going to be cold. It might be a little rainy, but you're going to get some good 
fall football weather. The leaves are still hanging on a little bit and the atmosphere should be pretty electric even though you guys are going to be on the road this week. This is one where I think a lot of people should be dialed in because they're probably going to see another good football game between Davenport and Saginaw Valley. Yeah, you know, it'd be great. I would love, um, love for us to travel well and um, we have a lot of alums in the Grand Rapids area and um, we, we do have a good following when we go on the road. We went to St. Xavier and a 40 mile an hour crosswind in a monsoon. We had a, we had a lot of, a lot of people there. So that was cool to see, um, on a long trip like that and in miserable conditions. <laughs> um, I mean, oh my gosh, it was so bad. I mean, it was 40 mile an hour wind and sideways rain and 38 degrees or something crazy. And so it was not, um, not the perfect conditions to want to go and score a lot of points, but, um, you know, this, this should be, this has got the making to be a great game. Um, on Saturday. So this should be a great Week 9 matchup between the Cards and Davenport. Coach Ryan Brady, thank you so much for making the time this week. Good luck to you and your guys. Thanks, Duff. I appreciate it, buddy. Would you like to hear more about the Saginaw Valley State football team? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. Now you can get instant alerts to your mobile device anytime a new episode about Saginaw Valley State football drops. All you have to do is become a subscriber to A Duff Said by going to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow this show over on my Facebook page, Sports Journalist Duff Tyler, and you can follow me on Twitter slash X just by looking me up at Duff Tyler. Our announcer today was the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan, Steve Gale. Steve is going to have some great times this weekend announcing the first playoff game for the Freeland Falcons. As for myself, I'm Duff Tyler reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true because that's what a Duff said. Thanks for listening, folks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs>